my man, Ganako King. Give it up. We have in the house, in the studio live, my man, Ganako King. That's right. The host of Yabin DVD. That's right. Make sure you tune in to hear this brother's journey of music, what he's coming out with next. So much more to come from this brother. He is talented, very, very gifted. He's not only a rap artist. He's a very noted videographer. Welcome to the Wanako Podcast. Today we got a special guest. My first guest is an honor. He's a legend. He's a CEO, creator of Drink Champs. Coming home to Cuba, Colombia, Peru, Vietnam, hopefully El Salvador one day. The Miami Mixtape King. I present to you, Mr. DJ EFN. Make some noise! Yeah. Shit, how you doing, man? What's up? What's, what's going on with you? I'm here, brother. I'm here in Miami. I'm in the office. I'm working between between conference calls and meetings and, and studio sessions. But you know, I'm here to knock this out for you, man. I'm Already. You. Yo, I gotta say, I love your show, Drink Champs. I learn a lot from it. Uh, artists, um, from artists' mistakes in the industry and all that. I love it. It's right. funny. It's entertainment. It's better than all the other podcasts I've ever seen because I've been doing a lot of research on them. And like yours is more entertaining, more all that knowledge for a lot of indie artists and shit. Cause I'm a rapper myself, so you know I like learning shit that I didn't know. You feel me? So um, first of all, you know this show right here, it was supposed to be what it is. It's going to be about breaking down the lyrics with indie artists, like self-published artists and and people like that. Um, do you still do mixtapes? Anymore. I mean, I don't do mixtapes to be honest with you. But I feel personally the mixtape game ain't what it what it was when I did it. You know, I did it up pretty heavy from you know the mid '90s all the way to the mid to late 2010s. You know, mm-hmm. um, I just think that it just there's no real need for mixtapes because mixtapes to me are a physical thing. You know, it's not. You know, once it, the digital world got involved, everybody makes their own mixtapes now. They I, you know, they got the Apple playlist or the Spotify playlist or, or you know, even the, I, I think the blogs became mixtapes. And I got my, my own website, crazyhood.com, and I kind of look at that as a mixtape. Like, I put up stuff there that I like, whether it be indie artists or, or artists that I've just been rocking with for years or just anything that I'm into, I curate that site and it's like a mixtape for me. So I just think, like, the internet is took over the mixtape game and there's no real need for mixtapes or, or better said, the mixtapes that I come from that era because artists started making these albums and calling them mixtapes because they were just using other people's instrumentals or they didn't want us to call it an official album or they weren't putting it out to the label, whatever. So that became the new mixtape, sort of say, and it's kind of still there with the artists. How about, how about mixtapes like outside of the country? Like, uh, I know you be, you go to Cuba, uh, Colombia, Peru, and all that. How about mixtapes right. outside the country? Would you do that? Because a lot of them, they still do CDs out there they, instead yeah, of right, the digital yeah, way. Yeah, Would you right. do you that? Do yeah, I mean, I, I definitely I definitely consider doing that. I, I, you know, I haven't really thought of it. I've actually thought of helping some of these artists that I've met, to, that I've been meeting in these trips, and kind of creating maybe compilations or... Or 
or doing things like that. But yeah, I, I'd be open to doing mixtapes with uh, artists in other countries and stuff. Yeah. Sure. All right. So coming home to Cuba and all that, I seen the whole right. the whole video, the clips and all that. Colombia, I seen a little bit of it. Peru, I seen it all. Um, I already. What's your nationality? Salvo, Salvadoreño. Okay, dope. I would love for you to do one for El Salvador. I, I, you know I, what I'm saying? I go to all of Latin America, man, and yeah, for sure, I definitely want to go there as well. You gonna be el che de de hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My Cuban family, they won't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> I know there's a Salvadorian hip-hop culture going on in Peru and, and all that. I'm aware of that through Facebook yeah, and yeah, Instagram. Yeah. But I would love to see more, you know what I'm saying? Because you have a bigger platform, and then we can really see that shit, you know what I'm saying? And I'm interested in that. When there's a Latino in hip-hop, I want to know more about that Latino person in hip-hop. And also, you know what I'm saying? They, they don't give us enough credit in the hip-hop world and shit. So, yeah, and and also I see a lot of these artists that that um, you showed through coming home to Cuba and all that. Um, would you you ever thought about like teaching them the industry part of it, the business side of it, just in case they don't get fucked over by somebody who's who knows the business here and tries to fuck them over there? I mean, yeah. The thing is that too, it depends. You know, if they're gonna come, or if they're gonna try to work with the industry here. Or even try to, because a lot of these countries, they don't have music industries. Mm. They really don't. Yeah. So they, they're, they're really behind when it comes to the to the music industry, which is kind of good and bad. Good because music industry only fucks up real art. Like, you know, hip-hop culture at its purest, mm. the industry kind of fucked it up. You know what I'm saying? And so, but then again, on the flip side, the industry helps pull a lot of people out of poverty. It helps expose and expand the culture to more people. So it's like it has a good and a bad side. Right. Um, I try to talk to them. It's like what I try to tell the artists that I meet is like, look, man, you have an opportunity here to to like be the pioneers and, and control the industry here for hip hop. Mm -hmm. And 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 I and now with the, the age of the internet, like if it was pre-internet, it might be a little harder because you know you got people that already control certain things in those countries. But with the internet, it it doesn't take that much investment for them to kind of like control. And, and create a movement where they are kind of like the owners of the scene out there, and then they kind of dictate how hip-hop should be promoted, how it should be sold, you know, the events and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm always trying to tell them, but, but the toughest thing I've found out for those guys out there is organization, and also where they kind of feel that, and it's not all the artists, but some of the artists, they just feel like they want to leave that country because they don't think they have opportunity, or they think, you know, they're stuck in like a like in poverty or in, a, in an area that's just not going to develop for them. But I, I'm trying to tell them there's a bigger picture that they can actually stay in the country and make the best of it and make a better life for themselves. It doesn't mean they can't leave, but they can better the, the whole environment for not just them, but the, the other artists in their country. And it, it's, it's just hard sometimes when you're coming from those, those areas and those streets and, and living in those conditions. And then you see people in videos, especially like, that's the problem, too. They see videos of people in the United States, and they're like, oh, man, these guys, just everybody's rich in, in America. That's not true, either. Right. Most of these artists popping bottles and got all these cars. It ain't even there. Yeah. You know, they, the company they, they gives them to, that. Yeah, they go back to their apartment, you know what I'm saying, and, and they just hood rich. Right. But, but you know, these, these kids or these, these artists in these other countries, they look at these videos and like, man, we got to get 
Right. We gotta get to the United States. So I try to tell them it's not that how they see it, and they can create something like that for themselves there. And that's what I'm trying to teach them. Right. Cause man, when I when I was a kid and I found love. The first time I seen a, a music video, I found love with all that. The money, the women, the cars, all that. And as I got older, I found out it ain't all what it is. It's just right. the, the company puts all that. But you really just a broke puppet dancing for them and shit like that. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And I'm Drink Champs, yeah. Drink Champs, I love it because they, the artists, they tell you all that. You know what I'm saying? You learn from yep. that. And, um, and yeah, shit, but like... You know, in Latin America, they're like way behind. They they love that old school hip hop, the lyrical, the bars, yeah. all that. So they can Absolutely. make a industry nowadays through that because they're like way behind us. You feel me? I know they're aware of trap music, Bad Bunny, all them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they can still make an industry for themselves over there because that shit popping, real shit. You know what yeah. I mean? I heard you in an interview had a a DJ record pool management. Yeah, I've done it all, man. I've done everything. I've, I've had a, a hip-hop clothing store, and in that clothing store, I had a, a record pool. Um, and then through that record pool, I also started doing marketing and promotions for record labels. Mm -hmm. And then I started doing management for artists. And I kind of still do a little bit of, of some of that stuff now. Um, but yeah, man, I've done it all, man. I mean, I've worked with, like, if you see this plaque behind me, there's a, a group out of Miami called Mayday. Right. They signed a Strange Music Tech Nine, and they did a song with Kendrick Lamar and Tech that they produced, and they on it. That's that's the plaque from that record mm -hmm. with Kendrick called Fragile. Uh, and then I have my own crazy hood artist. I got Hector Garcia, who of course he's also now a big music video director, doing stuff for you know all the artists out now. And, and yeah, man, just you just the way I look at it in this industry, if you want to survive, you just got to put on many hats, man. And, and unless you're just a a breakout star with some shit. You know, but it's really rare for anybody to be a breakout star, for you to just be like this, you know, you come out, you're the best rapper, you're the best DJ, you're the best whatever. If you really got love for this and you want to make it a career, you got to be able to do different things. Right. You're an A&R. Like, what, what do you look for in the artist? What are you looking for? I mean, I have the luxury where I'm not looking, I'm looking for whatever I like, you know. Now, if you're an A&R at a record label, at Atlantic Records or whatever record label, that A&R might have the pressure to, to, to look for what they think the masses are going to like or what the young people are going to like. You know, like they're looking very specific demographic-wise. For me, I don't have that pressure. You know, I, I, I just, whatever speaks to me, it doesn't have to be necessarily boom bap hip-hop alone. Like, it's whatever. Like, I'm from Miami, I'm from the South, so a lot of things speak to me. I'm a lot of Latinos. A lot of things speak to me. Different kinds of flavors of hip hop speak to me. So I just look. I mean, I like to find lyrics. I like to find lyrical artists. You know, but I don't want someone that's lyrical and they got no flow. They got you know no swag. To them. Mm -hmm. So I want someone to just be like just straight technical bars, 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 and then I'm falling asleep. At, you know, on the third verse, I don't want that either. So right. I look for different things. But I, I, at the end of the day, I like I like you know good lyrics i like personality from an artist um i like for them to be authentic to themselves and their environment like i don't like people faking to be something else you know putting on a costume and acting like they someone they not faking it to making it yeah i don't i don't i don't agree with that shit man. me at neither all. at all brother you know um I, as a joke you know when i started leaving my beard 
going white. That was my whole thing. Like, I'm not going to fake it to make it. Like, you know, like, I mean, I already been in the game for a minute, but people be like, yo, man, die your shit. You in the entertainment industry. Because, you know, all my, yo, there's mad people out there that are, that are doing shit that die their shit. And, you they know, try to look like, real young and shit, too. Yeah, I, a lot of motherfuckers that, that, I, that like, you know, everybody knows. Like 40 years Forty olds, fifty years wearing teenage clothing and yeah. shit. Like, I mean, I started going gray in my, you know, my thirties. I'm four, I'm forty-four now. So, but I was like, nah, fuck it, man. Like, if I can't feel good in my own skin or natural, like, what kind of example am I to the next dude? Like, like what? It makes me uncool because I, I'm, not, I don't want to be myself. That's actually the, the corny motherfucker trying to not be himself is not cool. Right. And, and that's my opinion. That might be wrong, but that's just my opinion. It's cool. I look for that in an artist as well, like the authenticity of a person. Like, I'm 28 years old. I yeah. don't care how I dress. I'm supposed to dress right. with these, uh, you know, I'm wearing something right now, but it, I don't really care. Like, I'm an artist. I know I got to have an image and all that, but I don't care about none of that. You feel me? Be but, comfortable, man. Be yeah, I'm a big guy. I like being comfortable. You feel me? All that tight stuff is like, man, you you cutting my circulation and shit. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, oh, talk about big clothes and stuff. Eight, nine. You need some 6XB, 6X, uh, I mean, 7XB shirts on their drink champs, yo. Like, like when I when I heard y'all had clothings and sandals and all that, I was like looking it up. Like everything's two X, three X. I'm like, bro, you got some big fans over here. You know what I'm saying? No, you absolutely do. And I'll tell eight and nine. We might have to make a deal with a big and tall or something. Yeah. Shit, I want a headband. I want some sandals. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all I wear sandals. You know what I'm saying? I can't wear tennis shoes. Also, the tennis shoes they hard. They are hard. I like them. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Got a new one coming out. Oh yeah. What color? That, that, I'm giving that exclusive. We haven't even announced it. We got a new one coming out. Hey, first show. I'm getting some exclusive. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> up. Yeah. You ever thought about a Latino hip hop award? Um, I haven't. I haven't because me personally, man, I don't think we should segregate hip hop. You know, I think. Even I think though they do segregate. Even though no, they, no it, the industry segregates it, and, 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 and other people segregate it, but me personally, is like, look, man, Latinos are a part of the foundation of hip-hop. You know, you can try to make up history, but history is history, and it is what it is, man. Right. You can't change what's facts. And sometimes people don't know those facts, and they try to make other people feel stupid, like they, they outside of the culture. But nah, man, like, that shit ain't, that's not what's real, and, and that's why I don't think we should... Like I've never liked it when I was when I was younger coming up. People used to be like, "Oh, why don't you do this Latin rap shit or do some Spanish this?" Or Spanish? And I'm like, "That's not me." Like I don't. I'm a I'm a American born Latino from Cuban parents, and I speak English, and I and I'm into hip hop, and I listen to English, you know, like hip hop, like American hip hop. So why should I do anything else? I mean, later on in life, I I got into other shit organically, but. My whole thing is like, look, man, hip hop is hip hop. Right. Don't don't try to make it Latin this, Latin that. It is what it is, man. Just celebrate everybody in the culture equally, because when you start segregating, that's when you become, you know, you create these different divisions, and divisions are never that good, you know. Right. I only say that because, you know, there's like a million Latino rappers, 
whether it's in America or outside America. And right. you got all types. Like in Texas, that's a huge Latino hip-hop movement going on. But you never see yeah, them yeah. at awards and shit like that. And I would love to see them get the same recognition that black rappers do get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and not only that, they sell more records than, than, than their counterparts sometimes. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, I mean, but look, maybe it takes a Latino. And when I say not separating... I'm okay with them making like a like a Latin hip hop award that's for Spanish speaking rappers, because to me that that is that's a whole other like genre in a sense within the same genre, but it's another language, mm -hmm. you know. So, but when I'm talking about keeping it together, I'm talking about like Latinos in the United States, English speaking Latinos. I think we should keep that together, and maybe it'll take a Latino, like maybe one of these guys that are big in Texas or in, or in Cali. To, you know, just go ahead and pull the trigger and they produce the show. You know, shit, call me. I'll help you produce it. Shit, I'm with it, too. How it's done. I'm you know, with it, too. A hip-hop show that includes everybody. You know what I'm saying? And not just Latino, not just black. I mean, we got Asian-Americans, we got Native Americans. We got everybody. Hip-hop is multicultural, man. We got to remember that. Right. Like, I'm creative. I'll come up with shit out of nowhere. Like, right. um, Drink Champs. Big-ass studio. You got the seats, you sell each seat like a Christina show. Have people right. come in there, do a live thing. Would you ever be interested in doing something like that? Like a live show like that? Yeah. Like a talk show like that? Yeah, of course, for sure. I would love that, man. I'll buy a seat. I don't care how much it costs. I would love that because, yeah. man, I love y'all energy. I love everything about it. You know what I'm saying? When uh when Nori be on this like let's get a uh you know what I mean that's <laughs> that should be funny as hell but nah, it's cool you know what I'm saying man. you know what I'm saying yeah, like I mean, look I'd love to do it but I'm gonna be honest with you drink champs the way you see it and the way it's a little wild like it's hard to like like to to, to like tame drink champs we're we're really like a little bit crazy when it comes to how we do things we're, we're random when we do the shows it's whenever you know shit we might be at the bar one day hanging out with an artist and be like, yo, let's do drink chance right now. Just going to <laughs> knock out drink I mean, that's happening. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it might be hard to sit down and do a legit show, but I mean, I, I'd, I'd love to do it, man. I think, that shit, that shit would be awesome, man. Like, yeah. damn. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming. It's an honor to have you as my first guest. And nah, uh, definitely, I can't wait for the next Drink Champs. I would love to see Cuban Link in there, but I know y'all. Nah, that, that, nah that, that's the only I talk to him, man. It's not the time. You know, I want to, I wish I could get him and Fat Joe to, to, to you know, squash, squash that you know, shit. You know, that, that's personal stuff between them, man, you know. That's between them, but yeah. Cuban and, uh. People, Fat Joe, good people. Everybody, good people. Also, I'd like to see Pipple. Pipple. Yeah, man. I've been talking to Pip. We're trying to make that happen. Yeah, because. I see Nori, he has a lot of connection with everybody because he's a rapper and all that. I love to hear you talk more. Like, I always want to hear you talk more because I know you got some crazy stories and I would love to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Nori, Nori keeps us entertaining, but I want to hear from you. You know what I'm saying? I hear you, dog. What I tell people all the time is that it's, the way that our dynamic is is that Nori is Nori, man, and there's no, you know, it, it wouldn't be a good show if you had any people competing to be talked to. So I love to let Nori do Nori, and I'm there to support that. You know, you know, I do a lot of things, obviously, behind the scenes to help put the show together. And, and when I want to talk, I talk, man, and I, and I try to give my two cents, but I just want to make sure that I, I set the platform up for, for, for this great, 
you know, artists and, and, and personalities to, to thrive, which is Nori, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where can you find uh, Tiger Bone? Uh, original, not find... not through Amazon, like an original store right. or something. I mean, you got to go to, you got to find your local Jamaican juice bar or Caribbean juice bar, and if they don't have it, they'll know where to find it. All right. Thank you again for coming on. Uh, much success, all that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, stay tuned. Is there any way I can be on the show, like in the background or whatever, stuff like that? I mean, if you ever come to Miami, let me know. Or if you're in Miami, let me know. All right, I would love that. Um, and yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Muchas gracias. Cuídate. Ya tú sabes. Thank you for tuning in. Go ahead and subscribe to Villanueva Inc. and also Wanaco King. Hit that notification bell for more content, more music, more videos, more interviews, all that shit. And please, please hit that cash app, that PayPal if you support. Make a donation. And yeah, you heard me. Wanaco!